Okay, so we'll move to chapter 5. And the topic is um, the law of addition. The law of addition. Why should leaders lead? And when they do, what is their first responsibility? If you were to ask a lot of leaders, you might hear a variety of responses. You might hear that a leader's job is to be in charge, make the organization run smoothly, make money for shareholders, build a great company, make us better than the competitor, and win. Does a leader's motive matter, or is it simply getting the job done that is important? What's the bottom line? I didn't give it much thought until the last 10 years. I vividly remembered teaching leadership to a group of government officials in a developing nation a few years ago and teaching that leaders add value by serving others. I could see that many of the audience members looked very uncomfortable as I talked about it. When I finished speaking and mentioned what I observed to one of my hosts, he said, yes, I am sure they did look uncomfortable. What you have to realize is that probably more than half of those people killed someone to obtain their current position of power. I have seen and heard a lot of things around the world, but I must admit, I was shocked. In that moment, I realized that I could not take for granted why leaders lead and how they go about doing it. Contrary to conventional thinking, I believe that the bottom line in leadership isn't how far we advance ourselves, but how far we advance others. If you are a leader, then trust me, you are having either a positive or a negative impact on the people you lead. How can you tell? There is one critical question. Are you making things better for the people who follow you? That is it. If you cannot answer with an unhesitant yes and give some evidence that can back it up, then you may very well be a subtractor. Often, subtractors don't realize they are subtracting from others. I would say that 90% of all people who subtract from others do so unintentionally. In contrast, 90% of all people who add value to others do so intentionally. Why do I say that? Because human beings are naturally selfish. I am selfish. Being an other requires me to get out of my comfort zone every day and think about adding value to others. But that is, that, that is what it takes to be a leader whom others want to follow. Do that long enough and you will not only add value to others, you will begin to multiply it. Adding value to others through service doesn't just benefit the people being served. It allows the leaders to experience the following. One, fulfillment in leading others. Two, leadership with the right motives. Three, the ability to, to perform significant acts as leaders. Four, the development of a leadership team. 
5, an attitude of service on a team. The best place for a leader isn't always the top position. It isn't the most prominent or powerful place. It is the place where he or she can serve the best and add the most value to other people. Only a life lived in the service of others is worth living. Great leadership means great service. Okay, so we'll talk about adding value, changing lives. Adding value, changing lives. Under that, we have number one. We add value to others when we truly value others. When a person moves into a position of authority, he or she gives up the right to abuse people. I believe that is true, but that is only the beginning of good leadership. Effective leaders go beyond not harming others and they intentionally help others. To do that, they must value people and demonstrate that they care in such a way that their followers know it. Never forget that leadership is about people. You must be a servant leader. And as a servant leader, you should be open, trusting, caring, offering their help, and willing to be vulnerable. Leaders who are valued by serving believe in their people before they are believe in them and serve others before they are served. Okay, number two, we add value to others where we make ourselves more valuable to others. The whole idea of adding value to other, other people depends on the idea that you have something of value to add. You can't give what you do not possess. What you do have to give others. What do you have to give others? Can you teach skills? Can you give opportunities? Can you give insights and perspective gained through experience? None of these things come without a price. The more you continue to pursue personal growth, the more you will continue to have something to offer. Number three, we add value to others when we know and relate to what others value. As leaders, how do we know and relate to what our people value? We listen. Inexperienced leaders are quick to lead before knowing anything about the people they intend to lead. But mature leaders listen, learn, and then lead. They listen to their people's stories. They find out about their hopes and dreams. They become acquainted with their aspirations and they pay attention to their emotions. From those things, they learn about their people. They discover what is valuable to them and then they lead based upon what they have learned. When they do that, everybody wins. The organization, the leader, and the followers. And number four, we add value to others when we do things that God values. I believe that God desires us not only to treat people with respect, but also to actively reach out to them and serve them. Serving others who follow you really purifies your motives 
and helps you gain perspective. And it also brings to the surface any impure motives of followers. Anytime you can remove wrong agendas from a leadership relationship, you, you, you clear the way for, for fantastic achievements. If you desire to add value by serving others, you will become a better leader and your people will achieve more, develop more loyalty and have a better time getting things done than you ever thought possible. This is the power of the law of addition. Thank you.